0: Today on the Zabecast, has there ever been a stadium project in America that has come in under budget? Well, if so, the new LA Stadium will not be one of them. We've got the notorious JAY to join us. We'll discuss basketball, life, radio, big Ben, Des Bryant, and a whole lot more. And if you want a cum cake for graduation, well, don't go to Publix. If you've got 45 minutes to kill, then buckle up and let's go! ho ho ho! Here we go! Wednesday, May 23rd, 2018, it is a huge night for Washington sports fans. A chance to go to the finals in one of the four major sports for the first time since 1998. Caps Lightning Game 7, I cannot wait. A full recap of emotions, feelings, the glory, the agony, whatever the fates and the gods deliver tonight, I will have for you tomorrow right here on the Zabecast. Before we catch up with Notorious J.A.Y., how about a quick story on how the new Rams and Chargers Stadium in L.A. is coming? Well, let's see. A, it's coming along nicely. I've seen the photos. B, holy shit, is it expensive. This story from, I believe, Bloomberg, L.A. Business, excuse me, bizjournals.com, L.A. Business Journals. Here's the story, Daniel Kaplan. Sports Business Journal. The L.A. Rams owner, Stan Kronke, and his wife, Ann Walton Kronke, are investing $1.6 billion in the team's new Inglewood Stadium, a project that now has costs in excess of $4 billion. That information was provided by finance sources after banks met earlier this month to arrange $2.25 billion in loans for construction. So let's see, one point six plus two point two five. That's three plus the carry the foot. It's close to four billion dollars there. So I'm still trying to. It's mostly private money. It's mostly their money. So they were going to put one point six billion into it. It was going to supposed to cost two billion. Four hundred million was going to come from like the state or the localities, which is a small slice. Now it's going to cost four billion. So. They're borrowing that money? I guess they are. The $1.6 billion initial investment by the Cronkies is higher than the final price of the last NFL team to sell the Buffalo Bills, bought by Terry and Kim Pagula for $1.4 billion in 2014. It underscores the allure of the L.A. market as well as the surging price of the yet-to-be-named stadium. Oh, there will be a corporate name To be sure, hold on a second. Sally is calling me. This has to be very important. It is unprecedented, one banker said of the investment. By comparison, after debt, the top equity infusions into stadiums from NFL team owners such as the Cowboys' Jerry Jones and the Falcons' Arthur Blank have topped out at a few hundred million. Kroenke has also agreed to a completion guarantee said the finance source, meaning he covers cost overruns and is responsible for the debt if the project does not open on time. The $4.25 billion cost for the 298-acre site just four miles from LAX more than doubles the most expensive stadium ever built in the U.S., the $1.7 bill spent on MetLife. The cost also includes the value of a 6,000-seat amphitheater, but not yet the planned retail and commercial development, as well as the new building of the new NFL Network home, expected to drive the total cost of the project close to 5 billion dollars. So why do they think they could get this thing for 2.3? Oh, that's right. After it soon rose to 2.6, they're like, "Yeah, we missed 300 million dollars of cost in there." It's 2.6, 2.3, same thing. Then in March, they said, "Well, let's just call it an even 3. It's going to be 3 billion dollars." Then somebody said, uh, hello, knock, knock. Have you built this thing to withstand earthquakes? And apparently somebody said, uh, no. (laughs) So the cost is soaring because they're having to earthquake proof this venue. Also, there's such items as roads and utilities and soft costs, they're called. The soft costs are $850 million alone. <laughs> That's not a soft cost to most of us. J.P. Morgan Chase leading the bank group, which includes Bank of America, Citigroup, U.S. Bank, Citizens Bank, Sumitomo, GSP Capital, Mufuga Bank, and Fifth Third Bank. The minimum of a bank is lending is $50 million, and the maximum is $300 million. The deal should close this spring. In a loan like this, the lead bank arranges for other lenders to buy into the debt as a way to spread the risk. It's a process called syndication. In other words, not one bank is going to go, yeah, here, have this $4 billion. They're like, well, we'll call some of our other banking buddies and we'll just get a big pile of money. The stadium scheduled to open in 2020 will both house the Rams and the Chargers. Rams are the primary equity partner in the stadium operating company, though the Chargers have a piece of it, too, and they will pay off a portion of the debt costs. The stadium is set to host not just the Chargers and Rams, but concerts, other sports, other events, and the 2028 Summer Olympics. The 2022 Super Bowl is also scheduled for the stadium. Look, I think it'll probably be a success financially. I think it'll be a crown jewel. It'll be fantastic. I can't wait to go to it. I'm glad it'll be part of the Super Bowl rotation. But holy shit, that's a lot of money. $4 billion, $5 billion. eh, you're billionaires. Just throw another billion on the pile. After all, Stan Kroenke did marry one of the Walmart heiresses, Ms. Ann Walton Kroenke, you know, of the Sam Walton fame, Sam's Club, et cetera. Walmart. Wait, Sam's Club, whatever. One of those big box stores. You get the point. All right, time to talk to our friend, the Notorious Jay. J. Well, this cell phone sounds just fine. The notorious JAY is back everybody. Not only baked, Not only due to pop, not only due to popular demand, but he is back of his own persistence saying, "Hey, I'm not going to let Murray take my minutes." And I love Murray. I know but you I do heard, love Murray.
1: It was it was like uh, Murray's getting minutes before me? I got to come back and shoot a little bit now.
0: Exactly. For those just catching up, uh Jay Jay had a lot of life uh, happen to him over the last month or so. First of all, your job kind of evaporated underneath you because radio is such an exciting and always evolving medium and, and oh, profession. I love it. You love it very oh, much. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, your mother passed away, and we give our sincerest condolences
1: on that. I, so. By the way, a couple of your listeners tweeted me, and I can't remember their names, but I would like to say a hearty thank you to those who text, who tweeted me. Their well, condolences. Good. That was sincerely nice. And I much and greatly appreciate it. Hey,
0: listen, fam. We're fam here. <laughs> can I call you fam? I, I don't think I can. I, I don't think I'm allowed to use that. It's not as. How about,
1: an... about Meshbukka?
0: <laughs> That's Jewish, man. That's Meshbukka. <laughs> I, think, I think fam is a uh, black person to black person greeting. And I don't think white people are supposed to be using it. Do you well, think.
1: I... I'll bring that up at the meeting next. Yeah, bring week. it up in the meeting. Just yeah, say, bring, just it it, yeah. say, bring it up gently. Say, asking for
0: a white friend of mine. <laughs> yes. How would we feel about this exactly? So
1: remember, the last meeting was you cannot say the n-word in any rap song. That was in the last meeting. Oh, I know. So this this meeting, I'll bring up. Can a white person say fam? I'm writing this down,
0: by the <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, good to see you, fam. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. You can't say that. Well, speaking of the uh, of that thing, it's uh, number nine on my rundown of ten things that I'm going to run by, Jay, because we got so much to catch up on here. And number nine was the Kendrick Lamar stunt, they say, with a white fan who he called up on stage to sing his lyrics, but she did not drop out that one word. And then Kendrick Lamar stopped the song and chided her saying, whoa, 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 whoa. You're supposed to bleep out those words. And she's like, oh, oh, sorry about it. And he's like, well, should she stay on stage? And everyone's like, boo, no, get her off the stage.
1: Do you see I that? I saw that. That was such a stunt. I it was? That. Yeah, that was okay. a stunt.
0: Total setup. In, in,
1: in my personal opinion, that was a stunt.
0: But don't you think the white woman should have realized you got to drop that out there?
1: I believe one thing in radio television: know your audience. Yeah, and apparently she did not.
0: I guess not. I guess she got caught up in the moment. So <laughs> okay. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's start with number one. Are you getting out of radio? You tell me.
1: I believe I am. Yes, I think it's about that time.
0: About time to retire. I don't blame you. You know, I got out of radio twice, or I tried to get out of radio. Actually, I did get out of radio once. And then I was going to get out of radio a second time. Not to hijack your story, but the first time was in Chicago when I literally went to go work for a golf course marketing company because I didn't like some of the things going on at the then one-on-one sports radio network. And the second time was when I got fired in Charlotte in 99 with a three-month-old baby girl. And I said, enough of this nonsense. These people, because I got fired by an ex-con who was running the station, an ex-felon running the station I worked at in Charlotte, North Carolina. Literally, he uh, he got so many he got so many DUIs, Jay, that he was put into, he was in a halfway house, like a minimum, secu- what, is it a halfway house I'm thinking of? Yes, it's a halfway house. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. So he was in a, he was in a not prison, but a house that you weren't allowed to leave right I, oh my and god and he ju- and he and he jumped out of a second story window and went on a bender again getting drunk and then he went to prison prison well when he got out of prison i uh, had some friends hook him up with the general managership of a sports radio station in charlotte north carolina and i went to work for him and it ended <sighs> badly so after i got fired with a 3 month old daughter and moved back to dc i started interviewing for other non-sports radio jobs, non-radio jobs in general, I was going to get into like sales, but it dragged uh. me back in. But then I got then I got dragged back in. You may get dragged back in again. I would never do it to you against your will. You have so much talent both behind the mic and behind the glass. I'd hate to see it, but I understand, Jay. I totally understand.
1: I d- what you just said that there's there's someone who we both know, I'm not going to bring up his name, but he once said one of the most prolific things ever. Radio is run by C students. It is remarkable how many people think of all the PDs that you've had. I bet you you can count on one hand, no, on one finger, maybe two, the ones that were good and it was smart and they were innovative. Am I making is that a true or false statement?
0: Well, wait a minute. C students? Where are you getting such brilliant radio people? <laughs> C students? You, you kidding me? No, I mean, you're right. You're we, right. It's, it, and by the way, it's not just the program directors. I mean, I like our current program director, Christopher Johnson, CJ. He's been with us a long time. He understands talent. He has done a little bit of stuff sort of in a talent role, but he knows that he's not necessarily made out for it. So he's been good, but there have been other marginal ones that just don't get it, and they get passed around from station to station all around the country <laughs> like it's just unbelievable.
1: Can, can I give you one of my favorite stories? Or so, and I'm not going to name any names because we don't do that here, but...
0: Well, we, uh, here's the thing. If we name names, it would get back to them. Because remember, we are living in a tattletale fucking society.
1: Well I'm not going to name the name
0: but I know I know but th- like that's the thing somebody we are now also connected with social media and everything that shit gets back to people immediately via social media because people
1: just and, love to fucking tattle. and you know what whatever the story I'm gonna tell it happened and if the person hears it they're gonna go, oh yeah, I did that so our pd we we had we had a Christmas party one year and after the Christmas party we all went out drinking after the Christmas party and our program director. Gave my girlfriend at the time. You remember her NASCAR Natalie. A wet really? Oh, you gave her. Gave him. You know, gave her his Herpes. credit card. Oh, sorry. His credit card because he was so effed up. And on the way home, she was like, "Your boss gave me his credit card, and I had to give it back to him the next day." Is like, "You may not remember this, but here is your gold card." <laughs> it was. I was so embarrassed that this guy was leading us. That he was that out and, of control,
0: and that's yes, your leader. Yeah. Well, there yes. you go. There you yeah. go. And then you climb up to further ranks of management, and you are further stupefied at the stupidity sometimes of the people in the biz. But this is true, Jay, as you get out of radio of many, many, many businesses. Yes. So I'm going to go
1: into politics. Good. Is that even better? (laughs) That is perfect right there. (laughs) That is perfect.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, let's keep the door cracked open just a little bit because, you know. I may be out of radio soon, too. <laughs> don't know if you uh, heard the news there. People are people are asking me, what does this mean, new owners? And I said, I don't know. I said, uh, hopefully it's they're going to run it like they stationed had run it before, but they may have their own ideas. They have, may have their own talent they want to bring in. Nothing is guaranteed. Who knows?
1: Uh The company that bought you, as you know, I worked for them also.
0: It did work for Radio 1. Well, it's now Urban 1. It used to be called Radio 1. It's Urban 1 now. Primarily urban and gospel stations. But they're they're dipping their toes into sports, and they're doing so in Richmond. And I actually got a favorable report from somebody who works at their station in Richmond. So there's that, at least.
1: So we'll Uh, see. My my only story, so I worked for their urban hip-hop station, and uh, we had hit number one in Baltimore overall, across the board.
0: Number really? One,
1: which, which kind number of one men,
0: 25-50, or number one adults, 12-plus, number Everything. one, 35-50. All right. The whole schmear. Everything
1: across yes. the board. And Left-handed later, millennials,
0: they're... number one. <laughs>
1: number one in, in left-handed uh single, blue hair. Single Everything.
0: mothers, one. <laughs> one. One, 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 <laughs> across the board. <laughs> every and, demographic, baby.
1: Every demographic. And three months later, they killed our show and put Steve Harvey
0: on. Oh, my. Now I know why you never like Steve Harvey. Remember when I said, what do you think of Steve Harvey? Because I'm like, that guy's pretty funny. And you were just, like, rolling your eyes at me like, that guy. Yes. Fuck that guy.
1: There you go. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. That's why. I have a reason for hating Steve Harvey. (laughs)
0: I still kind of like him. That makes me oh. lame. I know. We we'll, won't we'll get into that. Well, anyway, you know, uh, all I could say to listeners of my show here in D.C. is, you know, hopefully it continues and thrives. Could be better. They could say, hey, look, you know, we love what you do. We want to give you, don't laugh, more resources. <laughs> uh, you know what? I they... doubt that. I seriously doubt that'll happen. But, hey. It, it's like but they are
1: radio people. I'm like, that, that's people.
0: true. That's true. They are, they are radio people. And here's the big thing about, you know, Dan Snyder finally getting entirely out of the radio business it was a distraction. And it can't, not that he was really spending a lot of time on the station, he wasn't really, but organizationally, it just doesn't work if you say, well, isn't this great? We have a radio station that can promote the football team, and we can have guests on and do synergy and giveaways and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It soon becomes a DLJ where everyone's attention, everyone's loyalty is divided. There's bickering over who's going to pay for what. Well, who's paying for the engineer to go on the flights to do the games? It's like, you don't have the time for this. Focus on football, for God's sakes.
1: I I worked for a shop that was the hand-in-hand partner with the Baltimore Ravens, and they could have not, been any less cooperative if they would have tried really yes if you would have you would have thought we had a coach's show with uh harbaugh yes and it got to the point we did it for three years and he hated getting questions from listeners so much that they just said you know what no more questions you know what no more show (laughs) they just stopped the show because he hated taking calls and being questioned by anyone what it was just can you give me
0: give me a sample question from a Baltimorean uh, to good
1: old Coach Harbaugh. Oh, I, re- I remember. Oh, hey Coach,
0: hey Flacco's Coach, doing great. how come hey, Flacco's hey, not hey, hitting Taylor. the open receiver in the flat?
1: Tim from Tim from S is here. How about Tyrod <laughs> Taylor? How about him? And he would He would. You could hear him roll his eyes. And like oh, this is. I like. I had to screen every call like I was working for you know the, the NSA. <laughs> yeah, it was just. It was yes. Wow, it was it was terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's the thing. These these football teams they they don't want to cooperate with the media. They also don't want to hear anything negative ever. They just don't. You know what I mean? It's like they think everything they do is wonderful, even if their record says no, no, it's not wonderful. You suck. You need and you would do think better.
1: though that they would promote, like they would put players on to promote them, and they just um, okay. Well, they, you
0: they do I, I, they do. But here's the thing. Okay. We had on last year Matt Ionitis, defensive tackle out of Temple, on the show in the afternoon. This was early in the season when he was starting to really show out and he was producing cuz mostly cuz Jonathan Allen was a one-man wrecking crew next to him, all right? Ionitis was one of the most spectacularly dull interviews I have ever done. He nice fella, don't get me wrong, Jay. But he literally <laughs> He had nothing interesting to say to the point where I asked, so growing up in New Jersey, who'd you root for as a kid? He said, I didn't really root for anybody. I go, why not? He's like, I didn't really watch sports. And I said, I said, why not? He said, we were kind of outdoor kids, me and my brothers. We were always out playing something. And I'm like, all right, then very interesting and everything was everything was like a five word answer and that's that's fine okay so so we get done with the interview and then he goes off somewhere else at Redskin Park and then I just say to Scott in my gentle sort of way "Ah, oh, boy I tell you what that that is great at tackling guys but uh, hard to get much out of them. that's basically all I said right sally gets uh, a word a day later yeah uh, apparently yeah, they, the Redskins didn't really like the commentary about Ionitis afterwards. So, you know, let's try not to do that next time. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. That's – see, that's the level of sensitivity. That's why, ultimately, this whole buying stations and owning them was never going to work. And, you know, no one's going to feel sorry for Snyder. whose football team is worth, I don't know, $2 billion, probably. The the Panthers just sold for two and change, right? The Redskins are worth that much. $2 billion, no one's going to care. But Snyder was tricked. Not tricked. Snyder was convinced into buying three shit stations, three utterly shit signals, for something to the tune of $33 million. 94.3 to the east, 92.7 to the west, and 720 a.m. all across D.C. Triple X radio was their mantra. I'm I'm in radio and I couldn't remember the stations, Jay. I'm like, uh, what was that again? Ninety-four three, nine two. That th- match. convinced him to buy those signals in two thousand eight for thirty-three million dollars. That didn't get any traction, and then someone else convinced him to buy five or five, four more, four more marginally better signals, including ours, for something like seventeen million dollars.
1: So he just threw away, I'm terrible at math, forty million dollars.
0: Fifty uh, million dollars, sorry. Yeah. I've heard the number is fifty plus. Yeah. And I've heard that it wasn't just his money that investors also were in on it. There was a syndicate of people like, hey, we're gonna build this radio empire. You want in on it? And they did claw back once they sold all the stations over the last three or four years. I want to say maybe sixteen to eighteen million. So it was a bath. It was a bath, and they just didn't have a taste for it. They didn't have a feel for it. And most importantly, there's no focus on it. Because, for example, let's say you're a sales guy, right? And you're under the Redskins umbrella, and you can sell either a game package with stadium signage for $100,000, or you can sell a sub shop, some spots on the radio station for $20,000. What are you going to focus on?
1: right i would blow the, the game package yes. to the highest
0: yeah i mean that's just human nature that and and so what? and so basically you had this tension where uh the the more lucrative the bigger fish the juicier plums were not on the station itself so it honestly was a divorce a long time coming and you know let's hope that the can new I... owners uh i mean at least the new owners that they're, they're radio operators so there's that can that's I, a plus right you one there
1: thing about you? I got one thing about your new owner, and I started there, '97. I remember an edict from the owner, CEO.
0: Oh, I hate edicts.
1: Chief Hayamea, Miss Kathy Hughes. I remember an edict: we will no longer call the Redskins the Redskins. They are now to be known on all these stations as the Washington Football Team. What? She? she yes, yes. She. I remember <laughs> the edict. I remember what? because is this, I was is she st- Is yes. she still there? She's still. I don't know if she's the figurehead. I know her son, Alfred Liggins, might be the guy pulling the triggers. But this was because Kathy Hughes' office was on my floor. And I remember I remember this edict. I want to see how this one goes. If, if, if you listen to any station that she owns, oh. Urban 1, Radio 1, no one calls them the Washington Redskins. They are the Washington Redskins football team i would look into that one to see how that one plays out oh wow yes yes the, and, and oh. i <laughs> i i i produced i produced the only sports show i remember this vividly so yeah
0: okay well that's uh... <laughs> well sports fans it's gonna be very interesting i'll tell you that much All right, let's talk about something else. Warriors-Rockets. We are at halftime right now. In fact, the second half has started. I apologize for dragging you away from the game. You asked me right before we went on the air here, so to speak, you said, how do you like the game? And I said, we'll talk about it on the air. Would you like to know my thoughts so far? Please. Some comically bad basketball so far in the first half. In fact, I tweeted out a couple videos in which I was aghast at what I was seeing. Did you like the examples?
1: I know James Harden passing up an open three by himself.
0: <laughs> so you saw that you, did you see that tweet, or you just knew yes. that was gonna be one of the ones that...
1: I knew that was gonna be one. That was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. That you're a three point shooter, but you pass it up. No, 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 James. That's what you're there for. But he's having a monster game, so I can't really
0: He is having give a monster game, money. but the game's yeah. not over yet. Here, here's That's the thing. True. Here's the thing that I had to rewind a couple times, because I'm watching it kind of loosely, right? And I I look over and I was like, wait a minute, what is going on here? There's, it's two on two. Draymond Green is standing there. Harden is outside the three. Green is almost in the paint. Draymond backs up a step as Harden just sits there like, I guess I'm wide open. And then without any pressure at all from Draymond, he passes it passes it over to a teammate. I don't know who it was on the left wing. I think it was Gordon. I think it was Gordon. Gordon, who is guarded by, I think, Clay. Yes. And then for several seconds, the only people in the shot in the front court are those four players. <laughs> and I know that there was a turnover, but somebody should have been
1: running back into the picture to play defense. Is well comically bad basketball. Am I bad and say I have no horse in this horse in this race? The refereeing is a little atrocious.
0: Well, the refereeing is is bad as well. The other, the other thing I tweeted out was, Swaggy P is a treasure oh, that never ends. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> I Young, my... Nick Young is absolutely amazing. The other video I tweeted out was, so there's a missed three by Clay. It's back tapped out, reset the shot clock, pass it over to Nick Young within two seconds. 20 seconds on the shot clock. Nick Young takes an off balance three where he splays his legs out trying to draw a foul
1: in the corner. In, in the, the corner, in the left nobody corner,
0: in the left corner. Left corner, nobody touches him. It's a stone cold air ball, and then he looks at the refs like, "What? What? Hey, man, wasn't I fouled?" It's so amazing. Oh, and then earlier, yeah, the, okay, and then earlier again. The one more thing that drove me crazy is that Steph Curry is 12 nothing. 12-0 out of the gate, Golden State. Curry is kind of prancing the ball up court, no pressure whatsoever. And right around midcourt, for reasons I don't know, like a kid, like a little leaguer picking dandelions in right field, Steph Curry just absentmindedly floats a pass to Draymond Green, who's not looking at all, and it bounces off of his head into a turnover. A, wake up, Draymond. B, Steph, why are you giving the ball up? You're the point guard. Keep the ball. You're not even pressured. Ah, drives me crazy. And I know it's early in the game, but still, in theory, Jay, every possession matters, right? In theory, almost.
1: Almost is funny. Chris Weber. I don't know if you're a Chris Weber fan. I'm okay TV. with Weber. Oh my! I'm not a Weber said, super well, they, fan,
0: but I'm okay with him.
1: He said Nick Young checks in the game, and he goes, "Oh my goodness." If anyone else needed this, they've got more shooters on the floor. I'm like, are you talking about Nick Young? What? Are you insane, Chris? If I'm Houston, I'm happy that Nick Young's in the game.
0: Oh, yeah. No, you you beg for Nick Young to play. You want want Nick Young and you want JaVale McGee to play.
1: That's when you play the Benny Hill music when those two check in. That's That's when he started.
0: All right, that said, does Houston have a chance in the series? They're currently third quarter up like six points right now.
1: If Clay Thompson's not 100%, I don't know when is going to come back. That's this right. They're without Iguodala now.
0: tonight, so that's an absence. Yeah. What happened to Clay? Did he get hurt tonight?
1: He hurt his knee in the second. He went out for a little bit. He came back in, but he's not 100%. Okay. He did hit a three, but I don't know if he's 100%, so we'll see what that one.
0: All right. Let's talk Eastern Conference. Your thoughts. Oh, your thoughts on the LeBrons versus the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, the Celtics are given everything they have, but the the other team just happens to have the best player in the world, and I mean, it's it's going to be kind of impossible for Boston to win. I don't. What, what are you? Am I wrong in saying that? I mean, for Boston to be here is the greatest thing ever. It's almost as great as uh, Las Vegas being in the in the uh, Stanley Cup final. It's pretty good. Boston in the Eastern final with this team. How many games would, would they win in the regular season with this lineup?
0: Yeah. Isn't it like the year the Knicks went to the finals without Patrick Ewing, which spawned the Bill Simmons-Ewing theory that he kept referring to all the time? Was that 99 that had happened? No. Oh,
1: that's – oh, my God, Zayvon. That's right. Oh, my God. I told you I, – I remember 94. Oh, my God. That's right. That was the word wait a minute. Was that the – was the AI team 99. Was, though? 99, NBA
0: the, NBA playoffs, Ewing to miss rest of playoffs with a torn Achilles tendon. So let me just check to make sure NBA Finals, Wikipedia, Teams, What what is that? Is that the search that I'm looking for? List of NBA champions, Wikipedia?
1: Would, did they make the finals that year in 99?
0: Or maybe the conference finals? Oh, uh, yeah, no, they made the, they made the finals. They lost to the Spurs four games to one. As Jeff wow. Van Gundy was coach of the Knicks, and Ewing went down in those playoffs, and they went all the way to the finals. There you go. Was that, oh
1: my, was that Camby, I believe, on that team? Maybe. Wasn't when that, when that the year that Camby's sister was held hostage? And he was, I what? think that was that same year. Remember Marcus Canby's sister was held hostage by a ex-boyfriend?
0: Uh, by the way, uh, after this was uh, on June 3rd of 99. So the Knicks were one game away from vanquishing the Pacers to get through to the finals. And he, had, he had, linger, had a lingering uh, Achilles injury. Yeah, he was 36 years old at the time. So, yeah. So, anyway, I don't I still, know take,
1: if... I still take Allen Iverson Sixers beating the Lakers as one of the most uh, the most greatest things I've ever seen. That team shouldn't have won a game, and they beat the Lakers. Once. With Jack and Kobe.
0: Yeah, they beat yeah. them once in a five-game blowout series.
1: Right? Yes, okay. Yeah, it was. But still, I'm winning a game. Still, you think a game, a game is game. good
0: enough? Okay. All, yeah. right. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Megan Markle. Go. <laughs> <laughs> UJ, the guy that introduced me to the website, MixFolks.com. I think that's a this website.
1: Is she really black? No, I'm being funny.
0: <laughs> She's beautiful. She's have, hot, isn't she? Don't you think Meghan Markle Megan is a Markle, smoke Meghan Markle show? is
1: a dime, as they like to say. A She's dime, a dime piece. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. Uh, what, 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 you, did you watch any of the Royal Wedding with your girl?
1: Did not watch a second of it. Highlights? Did not watch a highlight.
0: Social media?
1: I nothing. Come I could not have cared less.
0: You know, you're hate bragging right now. <laughs> You, Wait a Wait. Your, your your hate not watch bragging is what I call it. Hate no, not watch I... bragging. You're bragging about how much you hate something and you didn't watch any of it, which I think is a bit of a lie. I think you had to have caught some of the coverage.
1: I caught nothing. I'm not lying. about why would I, why would I okay. tell you that it, I, I caught nothing?
0: All right. Oh, you got nothing on Meghan Markle then?
1: I she's hot.
0: That's it. We move on. Big Ben and Mason Rudolph. I don't think we talked about this yet. No, we.
1: Oh, <laughs> here, he was be my...
0: here we go. Here we go. Here we for go. Four seconds.
1: Okay. Four seconds. David, stand in the corner with your hands on your shorts.
0: Okay. he was going <laughs> to be my here.
1: fuck, that guy. Well, I am so, I am so sick of Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> what a big pussy! <laughs>
0: he said he was kidding about the comments today in minicamp in a mini camp opportunity he's like yeah i was joking man no you weren't well maybe people made a big deal of it It, big deal of it
1: last year he was talking about retiring now he's going to play for five years now just shut up and play quarterback and don't throw four interceptions in the AFC championship game how about that how about you not do that and help me out (laughs) that'd be a nice idea right god I mean, he might be the greatest dealer quarterback ever. No, it might, he's better than Bradshaw, but he's the biggest drama queen ever. He's hard to root for. He's really, if you remember, I was the guy who wanted to trade him after the motorcycle. I mean, not the motorcycle, but after the, the Ravens. Oh, I, the, remember ass. I, I remember that. I remember that.
0: And you weren't the only one. And I said to you and everyone else, I believe if I could sort of summarize it, you fucking crazy. So what did this happen in Georgia? You've got a franchise quarterback. You'd be idiotic to trade him. And while I understand he wears you out, as he wears out a lot of Pittsburgh fans, trust me, you will miss him when he's gone. Oh, yes, you will, brother. You will miss him. You'll miss him in all his drama. You'll miss him in his ankle brace. And you'll miss all of his interceptions and everything else. Because it could be a long walk in the woods before you get another good QB. You don't know. Mason Rudolph might
1: be good. Who knows? We we might have Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. But yeah, keep uh, dreaming. Just shut up and play quarterback and stop with the draw between him and Le'Veon Bell. And and it, it's just it's oh my it's tiring to be a Steelers fan sometimes. Yeah. Uh,
0: shut up. Update from Golden State uh, Warriors now lead by one as here comes the surge in the third quarter of play up at Oracle. Okay, all right. We done with Big Ben.
1: Oh, we're done with
0: Big Ben, yeah. Dez Bryant, did we talk since he was waived and he's still out there available for purchase and not your Ravens, but, you know, the team in your geographical area, kicked the tires, made an offer, and he said, nah, I don't think so. Your thoughts on Dez? I, I I don't
1: understand. Does Dez think there's going to be a better offer available to him? I don't... The, the Cowboys jettison you. So you would think you would go, well, I got to jump on somebody who has a better than mediocre quarterback. And Joe Flacco, when he's right, is a top 15 quarterback? True sure or false? Yes? Uh, top 15? When he's right. He has I, also a guy who I think is still getting, he had a knee injury two years ago. And I think last year was his year to get over it. I think this year he might be a lot better.
0: I think at his best, he's. A, I'll give him this. He's a top 32 quarterback. <laughs> he's technically a starter. No, Flacco's hard to pin because he's a big game hunter. He has hunted down and he's put on his trophy wall several giant moose heads in big playoff games. And that cannot be discounted.
1: But I have other, seen him go into Pittsburgh and win, which right? is hard to do. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. And New England, and win. Right. I mean, that is
1: and a, and a Super Bowl.
0: Yes, sir. And that is something. So he's got big trophy heads on his wall. But I don't know Mo- Monday through Sunday and r- regular season. I don't know.
1: Uh, wait, a minute. did you hear the? Did you hear the thing about him and uh, Lamar Jackson? No. So Lamar Jackson told the media that he's texted Flacco and called him, and Joe won't call him back. We come to find out that may not have been true. What? Yeah. So Lamar yeah, goes,
0: Jackson's spinning a story.
1: Yeah, he, oh, he said, God. "Yeah, I called Joe," and and Joe went, and turns out he didn't really call Joe. I'm like, come on. Wow, how God, did you? I'm, well, how
0: do you know who to believe? Because the only I guy they could tell you is Joe,
1: right? That's true. I just find that 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 was a story for a week. That Lamar, oh, that Joe God. Flacco will not call Lamar Jackson back. Oh my
0: God! Where's RG three in all this? Spewing out cliches, know your why, ready for week one, all in, blah, blah, blah.
1: Well, on Twitter, I saw his baby just walked, and he had to oh. put that out there. So he's being a dad.
0: Did his baby break his leg while walking?
1: No. Oh, oh, that's good. That is so wrong. Really? God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, I everybody. It's a joke. I didn't say it, Robert. Mazel, it. mazel, mazel, Robert. Mazel, mazel. Exactly. Good things mazel, for mazel. you. Good, Beautiful uh, half Texan, half <laughs> Estonian child.
1: <laughs> his, oh, that's right. The new wife is a smoke shell, if I remember correctly, right?
0: She's nice. She track, yeah. track star from Estonia. He upgraded. So that.
1: He upgraded.
0: Yeah, I'd say he hit the upgrade button. Sure. Yeah. Or if you're a romantic, Jay, he found his soulmate. Okay. okay. With that silence, uh, that okay. says it all. All right. <laughs> And then there's this one. Uh, do you have, by the way, do you have a fuck that guy, or did you already spend it? Because I don't want to put you on the spot with the music if you don't have. Oh no, I got one. it. I got another
1: one. All
0: right, All right, you got yeah. a whole holster for him. Okay. Yeah. So before we get to fuck that guy, this story is great. Facebook Jay, now says that if you want to perhaps combat your private nudes that your boyfriend or girlfriend might have taken of you from becoming quote revenge porn as in okay we're broken up guess where this is going but link but link upload upload facebook says don't worry send them to us and we will have software scan for that image and block it from being posted but they say don't worry It's a one-time upload, and we'll be very careful with your nudes so our software can then block it from being posted.
1: And we'll just sell it to Pornhub after that and go, oops, I don't know what happened. (laughs) Like the election.
0: Oh, Oh, here we go. go. There we go. So in other words, a company that is currently running ads apologizing for not being trustworthy enough with their users private data and not trustworthy enough with the other bad actors that are using their platform they now want you to send in your nudes so they can have them to run it through the software algorithm to block them from becoming revenge porn sure what
1: yokel is going to send in those uh, they probably had 18 million I don't
0: know. I'm going to send in one of me from the neck down.
1: <laughs>
0: neck down in all my disgusting, overweight, middle-aged glory and say, ah, oh, yeah, I need you to block this in case this comes up on the internet, please.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I got yeah. to Pornhub. Pornhub will be getting a lot more news.
0: It sure will. All right, anything you want to talk about before we get to FTG? Because, you know, I just ran through the stuff that I thought you might want to talk about. You have been sitting on quite a bunch of stuff as well, so uh, lay it on me. What do you got?
1: Uh, You don't want to talk Kanye very quickly?
0: Go ahead. Yeah, let's talk Kanye. Kanye has been uh, love-tweeting Donald Trump and, uh, you know, definitely going off the reservation, as they say, and saying some insanely inflammatory stuff like, you know, slavery was a choice.
1: <laughs> that was my favorite of the year. Nothing will ever top that so far.
0: So what's the state of Kanye's career now? Is it is is he pretty much is this gonna ruin his career?
1: I was going to I was going to go in the bathroom and flush the toilet and say that's Kanye's career right there. Oh I he, can, has an, can, he has an can, album can, coming out and he just sabotaged everything by talking too much.
0: Do you think do you think the uh is the album gonna tank? Is his tour going to not sell out?
1: Well, who is going to buy his music? That He's Trump, alienated one half of his audience.
0: Trump fans.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> New Trump fans are like, I'll tell you what, I really like that, that Kanye West. I'm that into that Kanye's guy. got some
1: bars. He's got some bars. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't think that's happening. White guys using rap
0: terms that they are yes. unfamiliar with. Yes. Just they've been yeah, but, taught this because now they're like, Tell you what, that's great to see Kanye uh, getting behind the president there, he is, uh doing great things. So that's good. Uh, good. really, I think we could increase our uh, African American vote from three uh, percent to a uh, four and a half percent.
1: And the other funny thing about Kanye, did you? I, I like reading between the lines and looking at the stories. And Kanye was addicted to painkillers after liposuction surgery.
0: What was His, he getting lipo for?
1: He was fat as hell. <laughs> that's <right. laughs> But his had he mom, really ballooned up. Yeah, but his mom died from complications from liposuction surgery.
0: Wow. Yes. That's so you would think
1: I would stay insane.
0: away from that. Yes. Uh yeah, yeah. You know who else died of cosmetic surgery? Joan Rivers.
1: That's she had a, um she didn't get blood thinners and she died. That's that, right.
0: That's right. It finally killed you.
1: So here's the message. Don't get cosmetic surgery. There you go.
0: Did you have any Kanye stuff in your repertoire of music?
1: You know what, Zabin? Hold up. I love what... Okay, we're... I will tell you very quickly. On my phone, Zabin, I have Kanye and Jay-Z, and I can't say the name of the song because it has the N-word in it. All right. I have, I have Kanye... Is it followed
0: by be trippin <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, I have uh, Gold Digger. Okay. I have. There's what? a common and Kanye song that I have. So what, what is the best
0: What is the best standalone Kanye song? Gold Digger. Ooh.
1: Oh, that's oh.
0: Through the fire. Okay. First of all, yes. why haven't you deleted all those songs?
1: Oh, I'm not going to delete them. Okay. I can. I can. I can still. I have some R. Kelly. I should have gotten rid of, that, rid of that years ago. But damn it if they aren't some catchy tunes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's it, it's like so I have a friend who is lesbian, okay? And she was very angry that I still went to Chick-fil-A. I'm no! so sorry. Oh my and god. I, and, and I said and I said I'm sorry. That chicken's really delicious. That chicken really I'm is sorry. good. And the it's service good. is
0: really good too, you know?
1: It's the happiest place on earth. It really. <laughs> I love
0: absolutely. Chick-fil-A. yeah. Chick-fil-A, everything is absolutely. A- yes. Oh yes, abs. Uh, can I get a diet coke with that? Absolutely. They bring yeah,
1: food. They say your name. Oh, yeah. I love Chick Fil A. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it's good call company. Me,
1: call me a sell it if you want. I don't care. I'm sorry. The chicken's delicious, and the waffle fries
0: are <laughs> Although I really don't like. I really wish they would weed out the butt ends of the waffle
1: fries. That you get one at the bottom. that you, and I don't like the pickle. I don't want to pickle my chicken. Oh, I'm right. Like,
0: and I have to ask for no pickles. And if I'm you know, not mentally sharp, I will get one with pickles, and then the sandwich is ruined because I can taste four parts per million of pickle juice out of a warehouse the size of a football field. <laughs> that is how sensitive my taste buds are to this disgusting juice and residue of that evil green vegetable, the pickle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on with it. You can't hear this audio because we're on the phone, so I will go ahead and give you your cue. Stand by, Jay, for Fuck That Guy. Oh, hold on a second. Wait a minute. That's not hooked up, okay? Hold on two seconds. This live podcasting here, everybody. Just bear with me, okay? Hold on a second. There's that plug. Okay, now we go. We'll edit this out. And by edit it out, I mean I'm not going to edit it out. It's just a podcast, people. Relax. It's a podcast. Here we go. Free-flowing. Stand by. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, the floor is yours. Who is your fuck that guy for the week?
1: This is a group F that guy. Fuck that guy. I'm headed up to here, and I'm holding my hands above my head. The LeBron Stands. If you have to tell me why he is great one more time, I'm gonna lose it and punch you all in the face. I like Nick Wright. I like Nick Wright. But I'm so sick. I'm so sick. Every show he has some, you know, LeBron has more crossover dribbles and jump shots than Michael Jordan did. It's always (laughs) something. Exactly. Every show. I'm like and, and since I've been home for like two weeks. I've had to watch, not had to, but I've checked in. It's every show is something that LeBron is better than Michael because of this. Stop it. Enough. If you have to tell me that he's better, you're really trying too hard. I can watch and I still say Michael's better than LeBron, but it's okay. If you're the number two player of all time, it's an okay thing. It's all right. Let it go. LeBron stands. Fuck those guys.
0: All right, my fuck that guy today goes to one Arthur Rathburn, 64 years old. He was sentenced by a U.S. district judge after a two-day hearing for the crime of selling disease-infected body parts. Oh, God! Nine years in the federal Huskow, and maybe that's not enough. Basically, uh, he was sending these body parts full of HIV and hepatitis to unsuspecting buyers at medical and dental schools across the country. So these were not organs for transplant, which would have been really bad. But still, they were organs that people were going to be cutting up and using as, you know, teaching tools and whatnot. And he's like, oh yeah, mint condition on this liver. Barely been used when in fact it was riddled with hep C. To you, Arthur Rathburn, rot in prison. Fuck
1: that guy! (laughs)
0: Pretty disgusting, isn't it, Jay?
1: It's he's worse than a used car salesman.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He it's pretty he got, much. got a discount on a bunch of Hep C organs and HIV organs, and said, "Hey, you know what? I could sell. I could flip these for a nice profit." To Devil School, he deserves
1: ass raping prison, right? He that's where he needs to go. Sure
0: does. Yeah. And you know what, Jay? Nobody ass rapes quite like prisoners these days. So <laughs> let's let's hope that he gets what he deserves in prison, shall we? <laughs> All right, Jay, good to talk to you, buddy, and uh, we'll put you back in the rotation. I think this phone hookup sounded just fine. My listeners say they like, I know, Xavier like the quality of ISTN, but if if the content's good, we don't care.
1: And I love Tim Murray, and I took no shots at him, So, and Murray knows it.
0: All right, you might platoon with him, but... We'll work it out. We'll work the minutes out.
1: <laughs> like, like, like uh, Roger Staubach <laughs> and Don Meredith did for the Cowboys. We'll do the we'll Go. One goes in, the other goes Eeny, in. Meeny, miny
0: mo. Okay. Hi, right, Jay. Good to talk to you, buddy. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Jay. All right. We'll close with this today. Censorship continues now in modern. American life and international life at a scale that is just stunning when you think about it Before I get to this main story about the stupid cake uh, Twitter now is apparently Deleting automatically deleting a bunch of accounts that happen to use Cyrillic the Cyrillic script It's otherwise known as like the Russian looking language or typeface or script Cyrillic though was actually invented by Bulgarians And it's used in a whole bunch of Slavic countries. Now, why is Twitter automatically deleting a bunch of accounts that appear in Cyrillic? Well, because Twitter says they need to crack down on bots. And Russian bots in particular. Because, you know, Russia tipped the election. So anyway, uh, they've been doing that automatically. And a number of users of Twitter are like, hey, what the hell? I'm not a Russian troll. I'm not a Russian bot. I'm Bulgarian. And I like to tweet in Cyrillic. And so they're having to scramble to get their accounts restored. Good luck with that. That's one story that makes you just go, okay, okay, really? All right, but this is the best. This one takes the cake. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I did there. I used an expression of about... Yeah, you get it. Dateline, South Carolina. A family bought a graduation cake ordered a graduation cake online from Publix grocery store, P-U-B-L-I-X. I'm sure you've been to one. And the mom explained how she ordered the cake with the following note for their son, Jacob, on it, who graduated with honors in his class of 2018. The cake was to have said in, in icing, congrats, Jacob, summa cum laude, class of 2018. When she ordered the cake and typed in the words, the software said, uh, it noticed, come. (laughs) Not allowed. The website censored me and said that this is a website you can refer to for Latin term. Or the website had said, okay, that uh, profane or special characters were not allowed on cakes. So in the special notes section, uh, the mom clarified her request saying, this is Latin, Summa cum laude, which means with highest honors. And here's a website you can refer to so you know that we are serious. We know that you know we're not pulling your leg. Of course, when the mom went to pick up the cake, it said, congrats, Jacob, Summa, dot 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 laude. They had left out the cum. <laughs> The family said a manager from Publix apologized and offered a refund. For now, though, they're just nibbling on the leftover dessert and looking forward to Jacob's freshman year at Wingate University. Said Ms. Kaczynski, it's uh, it's it's fine for us to be compensated for the cake. We're just happy our son graduated high school and has a bright future. Jacob's grade point average is an impressive 4.89. He plans to major in pre-med 4.89? Man. That is, I thought it was. I thought 4.0 was the best. A lot of extra credit there. I think with a 4.89, chances are he will not be decorating cakes at Publix anytime soon. But if he does, he will know that summa cum laude is not ordering a cum cake that is somehow illegal or prohibited. That is the world we live in. Censorship right down to the very cake level. That'll be a wrap for today. Thank you for listening. Do me a solid, tell two friends, and let everyone out know out there quality exists in spoken word format, sports radio, and beyond. Insist on quality, and we will reward you. Leave a positive review. Download, subscribe to all the major podcast outlets. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.